This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll podcast. Check out this record. This is the first episode of not only 2022, I know Domini, but this is the episode one of season three. And my name is Frank, and with me, as always, is my good friend who likes feelings and loves leftovers, uh, Mark. <laughs> I got a big bowl of leftover spaghetti waiting for me after this, brother. Mm. I can't wait to get all sauced up and... We're recording already, aren't we? Yeah. Hey, guys. (laughs) You can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, and you can see our awesome jawlines on YouTube. But when you ask, great question. New episodes drop each and every Friday-ish. Good enough. Yeah. Uh (laughs) If you're hearing us for the first time, you're not annoyed with us yet. Give us time. Yeah, give us time, especially if you listen to some of our past reviews. But welcome, everyone. We review records track by track. We have musical discussions, spotlight episodes, might even include some mysteries. We've just scratched Ooh. the surface. And as I always say, Mark, we are just getting warmed up, baby. That's right. He does always call me baby. Okay, so you definitely want to check out our verse series where Frank and I will duke it out on behalf of two bands or albums or whatever the fudge uh, in the name of Total. Love it. And while you're checking that stuff out, uh, be sure to check us out, of course, on Instagram and our Facebook group. Say hi to Mother Clucker, everyone. Mother Clucker. Hopefully these episodes will leave you wanting more of our musical goodness. And Mark, you know, well, it's Mark, of course, but we love him. And if you got a record you want us to check out, drop us a comment wherever you find us. Like, subscribe, rate, review. So I say this, Mark. Picture this, Sicily, 1912. Okay, listen, that's a dad joke, and I've been on a Golden Girls binge, and I'd like to take a minute to say RIP to Betty White. Really lost a legend. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, back to the rock. So, Mark, Mm -hmm. picture this, 2002, 2003-ish, some warehouse Mm -hmm. space during band practice. Me and you are swapping, no, not spit, CDs to burn, Mm -hmm. and we're yapping about our admiration for lag wagon from oh i'm there the, yeah duh thrash haas uh, check the archives for the haas episode by the way uh double platinum and soon to come out blaze i remember us talking about it but mm-hmm. for some reason we had this weird blockage for their fifth album let's talk about feelings and this has yeah. become such a topic with us that we moved it up the queue ladder to the number one spot so why was it mark uh like we knew the songs right we knew may 16th we knew messengers but what happened here can you help me out man Dude, I don't have a clue. I don't know if it was all the sweating or cheap beer or or, or what it was in those warehouses, but <laughs> somehow, you know, like I, I think this was just like a victim of you and I consuming too much music at once, right? We were Frank and I's world combined when we joined that band, and we threw every piece of music that we knew at the other person. Yeah. And and it's made us the good friends we are today because we really bonded over some stuff. But that said, Stuff got missed, right? Yeah. Things got skipped. Things happened. You know, and Lagwagon was a weird one 
Because if I remember correctly, I was just like, dude, double platinum is amazing. Right. And Frank was like, oh, but like Haas and like, and like, so we, we, we had, we both had love for Lagwagon. It's just somehow this album just kind of skipped our collective consciousness. It's, it's so weird, but you know, like, that's what happens. And, and I'm sure there's more records out there that we've simply missed because we got too busy, but we, we just won't know until <laughs> we yeah. find them. Absolutely. So send us those requests. <laughs> and what I remember too. To I remember Mark. We also went to see Lagwagon at. Uh, oh yeah. At, at Ovation too. So again, yeah. it, it's not like we were just casually skipping over the records. So, well, yeah. this album, let's talk about feelings, is actually Joey Cape's favorite Lagwagon album. Uh, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. It said that the No Effects <laughs> album, Punk and Drublick, Drublick was a big influence on this record. Sure. Uh, now, if we're gonna cover. Uh, this record release, uh, which came out on November 24th of 1998, uh, we're going to also talk about, let's talk about Leftovers, which consists of unreleased tunes and B-sides. So, Mark, are you ready to take this act to Broadway, my friend? I, I didn't wear these heels for nothing, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I've got some smokes for the caper, so uh, let's get in there. All right, here we go. Uh, first track, after you, my friend. Uh, we were both familiar... You're welcome. We're both familiar <laughs> with this uh, from the Live in a Dive record, which mm-hmm. is another record that we love so much. And what a great way to kick off this record. You get classic lag wagon elements and resorting back to actually the Haas sound from as opposed to the uh, double platinum sound. Uh, the middle gives us a cute little jazz lounge breakdown, which gets my shoulders moving. Uh, Mark, how did this treat your ears as the opening number? I love this as the opener. Really sets the tone for how dark. Uh, the capers lyrics are mm-hmm. and how fast and tight the band uh, isn't and really can be uh, just an amazing tune. Amazing. tune, Absolutely. Track two gun in your hand, uh, Cape and company uh, could have easily lost steam after again, after double platinum and not acknowledge their roots, but they do that fine and well here. You have this really nice uh, West coast nineties punk sound with the signature caper sensibility. Uh, Mark, are you feeling the gun in my hand? Yeah, it's amazing how impactful a, a two-minute punk song can be. Uh, plus, we get that classic uh, quote, well, it's it's like they say, if you're not a rebel by 20, you've got no heart, right? I won't do the entire quote. But amazing. like, it's just such that perfect use of like punk rock and like music clips as part of the yes. bridge. Like, you know, and then like you balance that with lines like, I just want you to feel the gun in your hand. Like, Ugh. Ugh. Like, it's amazing because it's it's there's just so much. This is to me, uh, it's it's chainsaw pop perfection. Love it. Oh, chainsaw yeah. pop perfection. Woo. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Track three, leave the light on. Uh, Lagwagon's always done a good job with the sound clips, right? And in this song, we get two. We get one from the 1990 film Jacob's Ladder and the other from the 1995 film Welcome to the Dollhouse. I'm not too familiar with these films, except for the fact that I know Jacob's Ladder is a horror film. Uh, Mark, uh, did this song make you want to leave the light on? You know, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I liked it like we go right back to their roots with the the skate punk kind of banger here uh we get a rad little guitar solo halfway through before the clips uh just a rad bridge for the for the song it's just so cool uh plus i think the last clip was meant to be like an intro for the next song yeah um because that's just kind of the way it plays out i don't think it ties necessarily to the end of this song it doesn't seem to fit as much 
Um, but you know what? That's kind of the thing with punk rock clips, right? Sometimes they work and sometimes sometimes they make obvious sense and sometimes the band just thinks it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, you know, it, it, I, I just dig the song. It's just super cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. R- Really cool song. Really cool song. Uh, track four, Change Despair. Uh, not too dissimilar from what we heard on the past two records, uh, but the production seems faster and punchier, uh, again, than the reserved fast tunes on Double Platinum. And in that same list where Cape mentions that this is his favorite record, he admires Double Platinum too, uh, but he said sonically, he said there were some things that he would change on there. So maybe that's kind of what we're catching. Uh, Mark, thoughts on Change Despair? Yeah, uh, you know, change despair, like, dude. Who says punk rock songs can't be profound? This song is absolutely amazing. Great track. I mean, like, honestly, if you if if you're still one of those people who think that punk rock is just the Ramones, you're a fucking idiot. There's so much more to it, and Lagwagon is a great example of how profound a punk rock band can be. Yeah, it took it. I mean, he takes it always like ten layers deeper than. In the content world, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I mean, track five, Train. Um, we know I love a good train reference, uh, as they are the heartache of my favorite songs. Cape again doesn't have uh, to match, uh, or he matches the heavy lyrics, uh, or he doesn't have to match, I'm sorry, all the time, the heavy lyrics um, with heavy music. And this song kind of has a West Coast kind of shiny vibe, but he. Mm-hmm entangles it with those heavy lyrics which is great and that's a lot of the beauty uh, of his writing and i adore the song mark uh what say you here you know i i guess tim barry wasn't the first punk to talk about train jumping and, and just riding the train. <laughs> uh, i really thought that was like his bag but like you know this is this is a gorgeous song um yeah that said this song has all the earmarks of those heartbreaking tunes that, that frank loves and even that Tim Barry is known for, right? There's something about trains. There's something about what they mean to people, especially people in bands who are moving a lot, people who are uh, constantly on the road, constantly traveling. Really, really interesting song to see him kind of be introspective with. Very cool. Very yeah, track. very cool. Number six is Hurry Up and Wait. Uh, this could easily could have been on the Short Music for Short People compilation. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a nice break uh, from, or it's a nice uh, break where he's talking about the joys and stress of tour life. Uh, and I know in our band, Mark, we always fancied a short song to break things up. Yeah, I, I mean, what a nod to the descendants here with this short and punchy tune about being stuck in a van. I, like, uh, I love these super short songs because they, they give you a punch of energy and move and just keep moving on to the next song. It, my ADHD is fully disengaged <laughs> and I'm just like super into this because they know how to like, you know, keep yeah. young punks or I would have been at the time old punks now. Right. Engaged with their records. Really, like, again, this album is so well constructed. Like it's beautiful. Yeah, Absolutely. Track seven, everything turns gray. This is actually an Agent Orange cover, and I admit I'm not knowledgeable with Agent Orange. And if I didn't research to see that this was a cover, I would have thought it was another good lag wagon tune. Uh, Mark, do you like the inserting of a cover? And are you familiar? How how familiar are you with Agent Orange's work? Yeah, there's like a ton of people like screaming at their their podcast devices, whatever they listen to their podcast. I'm like, how do you guys not know about Agent Orange? <laughs> Yeah, like, look, I knew this song, right? I recognize it, uh, but I don't know, uh, just like you, I don't know a ton about Aiden and Orange. Maybe we'll look into them, see if there's something there. Maybe. Uh, you know, again, folks, there, you know, there's only so many hours we can spend destroying our eardrums listening to other people's music. And if we didn't get to this album, 
it's within reason that we didn't get to an Agent Orange album. Okay? Give, <laughs> give us a break. Uh, I, I just love that we get that like that little heavier guitar here. It's, it reminds me of the sound of your old SG. Oh. Um, it's always kind of lurking around on Lagwagon albums. And, and I love when they, yeah, there it is. Um, <laughs> I love when they use it because you just, it could just blow the speakers out of your headphones. I really think they do a great job on this. And, and I love, you know, like one of their, with back when they were section eight, right? They, they right. Had a heavier faux metal. I don't should say faux metal sound, but like metalish sound. I mean, it, it just sounds like the lag wagon you want, man. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. Track eight, Love Story. Uh, we mentioned No Effects earlier. They also had a song called Love Story on their Heavy Petting Zoo album. Uh, this is not the same song. Uh, it's not significantly better. And uh-huh. this is even the time frame where I'm digging No Effects. Uh, but this song is way better. Mark, what say you on, on this tune? Yeah, the caper here should be uh, also known as Mr. Heartbreak Music because oh. holy shit are these lyrics uh, personal and cutting. Just a, a stunning track. I also love how they've uh, positioned this song album. The pacing is just perfection. You don't feel how quick this album goes, especially yeah. when you're just right up in it. It's so good. Uh, then, of course, you know, uh, Messengers, dude. Yeah, okay. So another tune we were familiar with. From the mm-hmm. band's Live at a Dive uh, record, and both the live and the studio versions are. And I just, think this was on like a couple comps or something. I, I think so. I feel like it was out there more in the universe than just that. But sorry, it's, it's just it's, it's outstanding. It's outstanding. All the yeah. things you want out of a good punk song are present. Um, geez, I mean, this song's amazing, Mark. Yeah, I, you know, amazing lyrics aside, the band is so fucking tight on this oh. track. We get those fantastic breaks and tra- uh, transitions that kind of make you feel like you're falling out of your own pants. Like the band just has this way oh of my God. moving and swaying and changing rhythms and speed that are so engaging that they, they really can just be uh, fantastic. It's just a killer yeah. tune, dude. Oh, really, really is. Um, next is The Kids Are All Wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Cape, Cape does it again. Uh, short acoustic track that cuts right through with sharp, short, and sweet lyrics. I mean, what else can I say, Mark? I mean, but this is why when people write like nine minute fluff <laughs> bullshit songs with like garbage lyrics, I get so pissed off. I know Look what he does under a minute. Oh. What do I know? I'm, I'm just full of hopeless opinions. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good point. It's, it's a great, good point. Great I like line. that. I like yeah. that. Hopeless yeah. opinions. I, at first I looked at that and I thought it at quick glance, it said homeless opinions. I'm like, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh. By the way, uh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, here we go. May 16th. Uh, one of the band's most popular tunes. And I was familiar with, of course, I was familiar with this, I, as you were, Mark. Uh, in a 2016 interview, uh, Cape said that the date uh, has a nickname, uh, and which is Lagwagon Day. And here's a story uh, as to how he came to pick the date. Um, this is from Cape. He says, you know, it was me hungover in an apartment with some girl I went home with from the bar the night before. There was yeah. an acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah. There's acoustic <laughs> guitar in the corner. And I heard this ruckus happening in a park adjacent to the apartment complex. And it was just a wedding happening on this Saturday, May 16th. And my heart just broke. This wedding that I hadn't been invited to for someone I was so close to for so many years of my life, uh, where misunderstanding caused a falling out between us 
sometime before. Uh, the story is very long and I don't want to revisit it, but I kind of picked up the guitar and the first thing that came to my mind was it's just another Saturday. But obviously I was in denial. Uh, the melody and the song came together uh, by the time my uh, new friend got out of the shower or whatever. I had this terribly sad song. Uh, I, I love that story. I had read that ahead of time and I was just like, that's so funny and good for you for getting laid, Joey. Yes. Uh, an absolute classic from the minor <laughs> wagon that lags, my friend. Uh, this is probably the song most people point to when they talk about uh, Joey Cape's songwriting abilities and where the band really took on oh, less yeah. of the silly song thing. Uh, and it came, you, you're really feeling a bit more heart behind it, even if Joey sees it as denial. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's why, and I'm sure he's probably right. I don't know if it's fucking feelings. Uh, to me, that's why it's such an important song, uh, both in their career um, and on this album. Uh, you know, it's it's just so pivotal. And we really see the entire band kind of turn from this album with this song being like the, the flag in the street, just really indicating where the band has changed directions. Yeah, hands down. I mean, hands down, hands down. This is just a it's an absolute classic um, track 12. Owen Meany, uh, this title is a reference of a John Irving novel, A Prayer for Owen Meany. Uh, the little I know about this book is that it's, uh, it has, um, it tackles serious spiritual issues uh, that, it, uh, that it takes on. So that's the subject of our song here. And I mean, what a great way to end an album, Mark. What, what do you think about that? I'm, I'm looking at my bookshelf right Yeah, now. I was going to say, do you have it? I, oh, absolutely not. I've never heard of this book before. Um, but you know what? I, I might, it might be worth checking out if it was able to inspire the caper to write this. Uh, you know, Lagwagon knows how to structure an album. Oh my and this God, is an they? amazing movement to finish it on, right? Especially you get that combination, right? Of May 14th, uh, 16th, uh, and then Owen uh, Meany. It, it's just, it's just a fantastic way to end the album, you know, like not even like a down note, just like this. No, like, no. This like, and that you look back at it at Blaze, and you're like, oh, of course that's where Blaze. Went. Right, right, exactly. It makes so much sense now. And maybe yeah. for a while we even had a gap in time of, you know, thinking and just in our heads subconsciously it was double platinum and then Blaze, and there was a kind yeah. of this space between. But this I thought it was a hard turn right between those two, but it turns <laughs> out that. In all honesty, talk about let's talk about feelings. Is the moment that the turn happens? Yeah, I agree. So, I I agree, man. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Well, Mark, before we get to our final thoughts about that, yeah. uh, the reissue, of course, for this album was released in 2011 and featured mm -hmm. on um, most of it is featured on Let's Talk About Leftovers, with the exception mm -hmm. of the acoustic version of May 16th, which is oh. stun stunning, and the amazing song Allison's Disease. I so encourage good. everybody to check it out. On the Leftovers mm -hmm. record, we're treated to a uh, lot of plenty full and tasty tracks. There's covers from Dragged River, Jawbreaker, Echo and the Bunny Man, Scorpions, and Mark, Devo. Uh, Devo. Devo. In addition, you get tracks uh, <laughs> that would be the, really any other band's best work on their best records, uh, such as Burn the Bridge when we get to it, oh, yeah. Raise a Family, Brodeo, uh -huh. Wind in Your Sail. Oh. Um, listen, my brief thoughts are uh, what a collection of B-sides is what a collection of B-sides and unreleased tunes uh, as I had a hard time really finding any complaints with this. Uh, this is another record. I think that's a great piece and uh, in addition to the rest of their catalog filled with all sorts of goodies. Uh, Mark, your quick take on the Leftovers record. Yeah, we 
can't understate how fucking oh. good Allison's disease is. Please, please, if, if you take nothing else from this podcast, go listen to that song. Uh, Eat Your Words is another song I would have sold my soul to be able to. Oh, Honestly, man. just amazing. Jimmy Johnson is a stunning tribute to the hardships of, of childhood and the things that we do in the names of conformity. Again, listen to that song. You'll be like, holy crap. I, I can relate to that. I understand it. And then, of course, I, I just loved the, the cover of Bring on the Dancing. Of course. Horses. I, it's just, awesome. I just thought it was amazing. Yeah. And, and listen, uh, with Allison's disease, too, just uh, I, I should have put in here that on the Cape Tony Sly volume two, there's a mm-hmm. version. There's a version of Allison's disease also, which is, again, stunning. Equally, equally stunning. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark, your final thoughts on let's talk about feelings. I was genuinely blown away by how amazing this record is from top to bottom. It's paced beautifully. Joey Cape's work lyrically is easily some of his best and most powerful. Uh, This is the turning point for the band. Like you've heard me say like nine times where things go from uh, become more serious and the band's less interested in making you laugh, even though, you know, it kind of starts with that fun little number. Anyways, um, This thing's getting a 9.9 out of 10 for me. I I absolutely love this. After You, My Friend, Gun in Your Hand, Love Story, Messengers as, uh, oh, so good. Uh, I mean, this whole fucking record just rules. I'm sorry. Uh, This is easily uh, in my top three of their albums alongside Blaze and Resolve. No questions asked. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you know, every time we do one of these, if you do the final take first or if i do it i'm sure the other person is kind of rethinking their things and it's tough it's tough it's tough to put it together as i stated earlier it's odd that we had some weird block both of us ironically it wasn't Mm -hmm. just one of us both of us had some weird block but let's talk about feelings i remember being like oh there's this you know lag wagon album between double platinum and blaze and i guess it's just not a proper album maybe i confused it with leftovers or bunch the two together I think I think that's what I thought. I thought they were two separate EPs and like and I was just like, ah, EPs, I want the whole album. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have no idea how we missed this. No idea. Uh, it's an amazing record. And like all like records, all it doesn't disappoint. Um, you know, I I don't know if I wouldn't say it's my fave, but it's Cape's fave, and that means something. Ranking the albums. I might put it in the middle because I do think that resolve. I really am in love with hang. Hang's uh, amazing. Uh, you know, Haas blaze. I mean, those are like the first four I mentioned, but double platinum too. I mean, even thrashed. If you think about that, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, there's not bad records in there. Is the problem. No, there's not. I, I, there's I get not, it. There's not bad records. Like I, mean, I was listening to even the new one day railer. And I was just like, this is really a freaking good album. Did, my older brother used to listen to lag. Oh. Or I think my that, that's phenomenal too. And half of the, or not half of that 90% of that's Joey Cape's first solo record. Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing. Like, and, and trash. Uh, not thrash. My bad on that one. <laughs> anyway, so many things are great. Um, yeah. I love all the songs on this record. Train, May 16, <laughs> Messengers, Owen Mini being the highlights for me. This album's like an mm-hmm. 8.5 out of 10. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, that's that's strong. And that's just because the other ones are like nines and tens for me. But um, yeah. I'm going to get on vinyl, hands down. So, <laughs> yeah, in time, in time, my friend. In time. Uh, Mark, what do we have planned for next episode? Because I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. 
I hope so. Uh, you know, Frank, I like to hit you uh, with the heavy stuff kind of early on in our season. Uh, yeah, to try, that's right, Mother Clucker, to gauge <laughs> how heavy we can get before I scare Mother Clucker off. Oh. Right? So we're hanging out in the Mojave Desert <laughs> with some stoners as we get into their sci-fi road rally masterpiece. Oh, my God. Godzilla's Eating Dust plus four. By the legendary Fu Manchu. No kidding. Wow. Yes, yes kidding. This album rules like where Lagwagon was very serious and, and Joey's lyrics were very poignant and personal. We are going to talk about sci-fi and cars and Godzilla and this cool record. Uh, I've really been, Frank knows, I've been falling down a, a stoner rock rabbit hole. Uh, and this is one of the beautiful places I landed. Um, I think you'll dig it. We're not going to take anything seriously. We're just going to have a good time. I love uh, it. So uh, 2009, this is from 2019 or no, this is originally 2010. So hear me out on this. I'll get into all the details. You're looking for Godzilla's Eaten Dust plus four. It's a reissue of a reissue. We'll, I'll talk you through the whole thing when we get to it. It's only 12 tracks. It's under an hour. Jailbreak is at uh, Thin Lizzy. Yeah, you're ruining the surprise. Sorry, sorry. That's all right. But yes, it is. All right, cool. I'll, listen, yeah. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait to, to check it out. And uh, it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Cool. Well, listen, everyone, new year, new season. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, review. Be safe out there in 2022. Yeah, you know, we love when you make it to the end of the episode with us. It, yeah. it means so much. Makes me all warm and fuzzy. Um <laughs> Like I, I, I could uh, talk about my feelings or something, but honestly, or, or I, leftovers. I, I pay a lady to talk about my feelings, so I won't do that now. But if you'd be so kind as to join me in our, our sign off here. Are you ready? Let's do it. Oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. Oh, bye-bye. Oh, Frank, what are we going to do with all these leftovers? Ah! You bad mother clucker. <laughs>